Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 181 of the Tutor Podcast, the weekly show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring and coaching. As always, I'm here to share what I've learned about the business of teaching and to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business so you can make more money while you make more of a difference in other people's lives. If you like the show, please like and subscribe, leave a review and every Monday I'll give away what I know to help to keep you and your business up to speed here on the Tutor Podcast. So today we're continuing our three instalment subsection on company structures and business structures. Today we'll be looking at limited companies and how they work, the pros and the cons. The idea is to keep you safe and alert to pitfalls, look at the opportunities, stay the right side of the law, not upset the tax man, save you a ton of hassle and confusion and help you sleep at night. I would point out again that this is not legal or financial advice. It's designed to be an overview that gets you thinking and organising what you do. For formal advice, see your accountant or qualified financial advisor. Obviously, your own circumstances will be different to anyone else's. So this is to help you form your own opinion and decide how you want things to go down. So limited companies. I love limited companies. I've got to get this out of the way because they're separate legal entities. And this is the biggie for me. They're a separate legal entity, which means there's total separation of business and person. The company can negotiate and enter into contracts. It can own assets. Sorry. It can own assets and it gives the shareholders, the owners of the business, limited liability. That means there's a separation between me as a person, for example, and my limited company. That's re- very cool. So if the company folds up, then I'm separated from that to the extent that I've given any guarantees. In, in my property business, the limited company, I do have personal guarantees involved in that. On the upside... I'm limited to how much capital I've put in that I have not yet removed or extracted from the business. So I like that idea of it being stood off to one side. Now, in order for this to happen, there's a bit of hoop jumping to be done. Uh, The first one is company's house. You have to go through the process of registration of your company. So you go on the website, you choose a name, you pay them your 13 quid or whatever it is. And boom, you have a limited company. It's as simple as that. You have to tell them who the directors are. That's the people with operational control and appoint a company secretary. And that can be you in all cases. Anything that's held on company's house that you file there is a matter of public record. That means your list of directors, your annual returns. It's all out there in the public domain. It makes you visible. The other thing you really need to do is register with HMRC. Again, pretty straightforward. And that gives you access to a different tax code scheme, principally corporation tax. As a limited company, of course, you only pay tax on your profits 
as an individual, if you are withdrawing profits as income rather than return of capital invested, then that needs to go on your self-assessment as well. Limited companies are owned by shareholders. Now, there can be different types of shares. Some exert control over the business and some don't. And they're very flexible in terms of assignments of benefits like earnings and dividends. It's all about options, guys. And that extends even into the domain of pensions. But that's a whole episode in itself. In the round, I'd say that it's a bit of a faff setting up a company, registering and filing and reporting. But I use a limited company for my teaching business and for one of the property businesses. And it's been very good for me. It's tax efficient. It's flexible. And by using a hybrid structure of a partnership and a limited company, I'm able to look at things, sort of taking the big picture and develop choices across the piece. So if you're working part time or you're full time tutoring or you've got other business interests, it might well be worth looking at incorporating your teaching business. It's not for everybody and it can be a bit daunting. I know it, the uncertainty about what to do delayed me for a very long time. I wish I'd done it sooner and started using its power to accelerate things earlier than I did. But now it's all set up and done. I'm very happy with it. It works great for me. So have a think about it. Maybe incorporating your teaching business will work for you. Maybe not. But either way, just being aware that it's an option is a good thing, isn't it? Okay, that's all for today. Let me know how you get on. Your questions, your challenges, insights, any anything you'd like to contribute. I'm always glad to hear from people. The email address is info at neilcamado.com. As I said before, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. If there's anything you'd like me to cover in the podcast, get in touch. You can always follow me on Twitter, where I am at Tutor Podcast, and I'll keep on doing what I do. You keep doing what you do. Make a difference to your students, your clients, your customers. I'll see you next time on the Tutor Podcast, where I'll be talking more about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.